Greetings, and welcome to The Continental Drift. I'm Andy Valver. I read Cosmos by Carl Sagan this week. It is truly a fabulous and hopeful book. For those of you who don't know, Carl Sagan was a world-famous astronomer, planetary scientist, astrophysicist, astrobiologist, and someone who was able to make really complicated science and space stuff understandable to the layman. He's best known for his PBS series, Cosmos. Dr. Sagan was part of the team that put together the first physical messages sent into space via the Pioneer and Voyager spacecraft. The Pioneer plaque and the Voyager golden record were universal messages that could potentially be understood by any extraterrestrial intelligence that might find them. I'd like to think part of the message on those plaques and records were a note to aliens that we don't taste good, that we're a bit gamey. So it's been an interesting week thinking about the vastness of our universe juxtaposed against the smallness of Earthlings. One quote in the book really caught my attention and really spoke to me personally. Sagan was writing about Christian Huygens, the 17th century Dutch astronomer, physicist, mathematician, and inventor who famously said, the world is my country, science is my religion. I love that. But let's go back a bit. Because the Netherlands, or Holland, is so small, and because in the 17th century it had recently declared its independence from Spain, its trading options were limited because Spanish ports and ships were off-limits. So the Dutch government and private individuals created a joint enterprise called the Dutch East India Company. It had a huge fleet of sailing ships which voyaged to all corners of the world and brought back exotic products that they sold for a profit and that, in turn, made Holland a powerhouse of business and trading. Also, in order to survive, because Holland was so small, it had to be creative. And how do you get creative? You embrace free thinkers and give refuge to intellectuals, scientists, inventors, all those who dare to think outside the box and who were suffering from censorship and persecution in their own countries for thinking differently. They embraced immigration. Holland was a place that nurtured European enlightenment. And never before in history had so many intellectuals, artists, philosophers, musicians, inventors been together in one place. Philosophers like Spinoza and Descartes John Locke, artists like Rembrandt and Vermeer, mathematicians and inventors like Huygens. The intellectual power that Holland gathered back then was staggering. One example that stands out is that Galileo had to publish his works in the Netherlands at the University of Leiden. Galileo, as you may know, put forward, along with Copernicus, the heliocentric theory of the universe, meaning that the sun was at the center of the universe and that all the planets revolved around the sun. Well, this went against church doctrine, and Galileo was tortured for it. And if you think that religious people change their minds easily, it took the Catholic Church 359 years to apologize to Galileo which they finally did on October 31st, 1992. 
So many other intellectuals and scientists in Europe suffered because their work challenged church doctrine. So while the Dutch nation was flowering and growing, the church-dominated areas of Europe suffered. The Dutch insisted on a very firm separation of church and state. Now, I bring all this up because I read a piece in The Guardian this week about the CPAC conference in Hungary. CPAC is an acronym for Conservative Political Action Conference. The usual right-wing nutjobs were on display there, including Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump and Zolt Bayer. You won't know who he is, but he's a Hungarian pundit who at different times has called the Roma people animals and referred to Jews as stinking excrement. This is all happening today in a Hungary whose leader is Viktor Orban, and yes, he opened the conference with a speech. Under his rule, press freedom has diminished, LGBTQ rights are threatened. So we can conclude by his presence, and by the presence of Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump as well, that being associated with people that refer to Jews as stinking excrement is just fine with them. Indeed, according to MarketWatch, in his speech, Orban said that Hungary was the bastion of conservative Christian values in Europe. Let me repeat that. Conservative Christian values and Europe. So I guess conservative Christian values means it's okay to refer to the Jewish people as stinking excrement. And we know historically how well Christian values work when imposed on a people. And they will impose if they can. CPAC, which used to be just a U.S. platform for wild right-wing nutjobs, is now focusing on Christian nationalist legal experts to move their agenda forward by changing the laws in courts. And CPAC is expanding globally. This means they want global bans on abortion, sex education, gay marriage, and book bans. And, well, probably book burning will be next. So what does it all mean, you ask? Well, this is what's known as the last gasp of the white people, trying desperately to hold on to power. Here's reality. The percentage of white people in the world is between 18 and 20 percent. Everyone else, not white. And yet white people call everyone minorities. A bit of semantic gymnastics there that only white people could have come up with. This Christian nationalism, the idea of God and government being one and the same, will not work. It's not tenable, and I certainly hope it won't work. And the main reason I believe that Christian nationalism or Christian values or this whole right-wing Christian evangelical thing will not work is because they have no fucking sense of humor. They do not like being made fun of. They do not like being mocked. And oh, there is plenty to mock. There is plenty of hypocrisy. And they strike back. We are already seeing this happening in comedy clubs where people are attacking comedians who invariably speak truth to power. And people in power don't like that. Or ignorant people don't like hearing the truth or something they don't understand. I've been around this planet many times. I know how small it is, and I know how people's lives have been enriched by science. And I think we can all agree that nationalism or religion did a piss-poor job of keeping the pandemic from crossing borders. 
I also know that science got us to the stars and will get us beyond. Attacking science is a standard religious ploy. Attack that which you don't know or understand or that which will threaten your power. It's been going on for centuries. And it seems there's no sign of it letting up. Okay, on to other things. On the bright side, Putin's little sex worker, former German Chancellor Gerhard Schröder, has lost his office and money for staff, which all chancellors get when they leave office. He was stripped of these items for not leaving his job as a board member of Rosneft, the Russian gas giant. The good news is we don't have to see him in fishnets and cheap makeup anymore. Russia also cut off all gas deliveries to Finland after Finland refused to pay for the gas in rubles. Finland gets less than 10% of its gas from Russia, so the response there was a big uh, yawn. And finally, according to a news report from UPI, library officials at the Gainsborough Community Library in Ipswich in England said that a book checked out more than 60 years ago was finally returned to them after being found at another library in Croatia. The Croatian librarian found the book The Loving Couple by Virginia Rowans in a bag of donations left to the library there. I'm sure the British officials are now calculating what the late fine will be, and I'm sure an international incident will ensue, and then the conservatives will step in and save the day. They will assume, not bothering to actually find out what the book is about, that the title, The Loving Couple, written by a woman, means it is probably a book about lesbian love, and they'll demand that the book be removed from the library shelf, or even better, burned. But I'm an optimist. As John Lennon said, there are no problems, only solutions, which means, worse comes to worse, we can all become Dutch, if not geographically, then philosophically. So this whole episode today was promulgated by one quote from Dutch astronomer Christian Huygens, which is now my mantra. The world is my country. Science is my religion. That's it for this week. Thanks for giving me some of your precious time. I'm Andy Valver, and this is The Continental Drift. See you next week.